Hi, this is Kim Davis. Welcome to another of our one-on-one series. And with me today, I have Wendy Steinley, who's Senior Director of Web Strategy for Adobe Digital Experience Business. Did I get that right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here with you today, Kim. And in fact, I should tell the people listening in, we're actually in a room in the Venetian Resort in Las Vegas, not because we're on holiday, but because it's <laughs> Adobe Summit 2018. That's right. And we're going days without seeing the sunshine. <laughs> That's pretty much pretty much it. Now, our focus in this chat is going to be experience, the experience business. And I was reflecting uh, this afternoon on something I've seen kind of changing with Adobe over the last few years as I've been coming to Summit and been following uh, what you've been doing. If you go back, 2014 now seems a lifetime ago, but around 2014, 2015, Adobe was positioning itself with support from analysts as being really the the creator and the leader in the marketing cloud Mm -hmm. space. But what I've seen happen gradually is Let's talk about marketing cloud, although of course it's still part of the Adobe offering, and a transformation into a broader experience business offering. And what we heard from Brad Renscher in his keynote this week was all about uh, the, the, the Adobe experience cloud. And we're going to be going into that in a little more detail, but does that reflect your understanding? Have I got that about right? Absolutely right. In fact, at Summit last year, we we made really an official shift from talking about marketing to talking about experience. And the reason that we did that is is uh, a couple of things. One, we looked at what our customers were asking us to do, asking us to go based on the challenges that they um, need to solve for their own customers and their own businesses. And it was well beyond marketing. It became this problem of, well, what is and what isn't marketing? Is customer support part of marketing because that impacts your brand? And what about how well the product performs? Is that marketing or not? Because that impacts perception or customer success. And, and it, it really came out of this recognition that what the market needed was um, solutions in order to focus on the customer, which, and I think that's what's really profound here, is that marketing is an inward-focused concept. Experience makes the customer the protagonist. And that fundamentally changes the mindset and the conversation and therefore the work that we do in order to meet the customer's needs. It's really fascinating because another part of this, and very consistent with that, is what I'm hearing all the time, and I've seen statistics which back it up, is that so many customers are making purchase decisions these days based not on product and price or even all those traditional uh, factors, but very much on the experience a brand offers, the affinity they have with a brand, whether it fits their life, their self-image, their lifestyle. And I think it was one of the first things um, your CEO said this week was, you should really be competing on experience. Right. He said people buy experiences, they don't buy products. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly right. And, um, you know, I think what's really interesting as a consumer today, whether you're a consumer or a, a, a company who's a consumer of technology or services, um, that consumer has so much more power today than, than before. They have access to 
um, information to customer reviews. They have, um, and and this the expectation of being able to anticipate their needs um, is is part of what we all bring to the table now. And so, the bar has really been raised for companies to have to compete on dimensions that perhaps they didn't use to prioritize paying attention to. And um, that's part of what we define as experience. Experience is a very broad term, right? And so for some, it can be daunting. Oh my gosh, how in the world do I, do I provide experience because what is and what isn't experience? But I think if you focus on the customer and understand their mindset as it shifts across a journey, what their expectations and needs are, all of that should be in the experience that you seek to deliver. And, of course, depending on what you're selling, what types of customers you have, very often that's going to be something uh, you want to be working on throughout the customer's life cycle with you, not just uh, for one purchase, but perhaps ongoing. Exactly, because that's the goal. We all, I mean, we have words for it, right? It's retention, it's yeah. lifetime value, it's loyalty, it's cross-sell, upsell, and... Um, the, the experience has to be a full circle. The, in fact, I have a slide that I've used in the past where it's a circle, and if you go from you know clockwise, it's, it's everything from customer curiosity mm -hmm. to the sales conversation to the satisfied customer to you know start over again. You're going to sell something again and again. These things are connected, and. Um, we believe that it's really the company's job to help the customer travel successfully through that whole journey in a way that they want to keep traveling that journey with you. Right. <clears throat> now, I must admit, I was facing some skepticism about this. So like a year ago, if I, if I said to someone, uh, businesses need to compete on experience, they'd say, oh, don't be silly. They just want to sell something at the end mm -hmm. of the day. So it's really interesting to see research and statistics starting to to support this idea we've been talking about. And I know you have some research you've been working on. It's uh, still something of a work in progress. We're, we're hoping to see it, I think, in May, you said. That's right. But uh, explain to us what, what, you, what you started out to explore with this research. Well, we started with a hypothesis that organizations that provide and invest in digital and customer experience initiatives um, are more likely to achieve KPIs that they set around them um, and have greater return on the investments than those customers who don't prioritize those kinds of initiatives and, but have similar KPIs. And so we commissioned a third party to do this research. Um, they tapped into approximately 1,300 respondents. Uh, it was a blind study in that we don't know who the respondents were. They they could be or maybe aren't Adobe customers. We don't know oh, okay. that. Yeah. Uh, those respondents didn't know that Adobe was commissioning the study. We really sought to find the right people. So we were looking at their, their roles, the type of organization they worked in, their organizational size, um, revenue, and also um, budget and KPI responsibility so that we could be asking questions about you know what what are you doing and what results are you seeing yeah. um, so so we we did this study um, recently and it was really really fascinating and I'll I'll cut to the chase and then we sure. can talk about some specifics but we found that our hypothesis is true those who invest 
in customer experience related initiatives have significantly higher return across metrics that span everything from awareness to revenue growth. Right. Interesting. And I'm curious about how you set about defining experience initiatives, because it seems to me you can go right from just a general uh, impression of the brand, uh, encouraging people to want to spend time with the brand and to know about it and be on the Facebook page or, or whatever, right across to a very kind of blunt version of customer experience, which is making it easy for people to to get to the shopping cart and check out. So right. Right. <laughs> experience is a broad thing, in other words. So what did you have in mind? Well, the maybe I should start with... Um, answering some of the the KPIs because they're more in those areas of um, we looked at employee satisfaction, um, brand awareness, new website visitors, average order value, customer acquisition rates, retention, return on ad spend, customer sat, customer lifetime value, and growth rate. So those were the the kinds of um, outcomes that we were looking at. But the question about, I think the question was maybe a little more about how do you define an, the initiatives that would define an experienced business. Right. The way we broke that down was we looked at people, process, and technology initiatives. And within each of those, um, we defined roughly seven to ten different attributes. And I can give you an example sure. of each of what types of things you'd find in there. Like for in, the, in the people pillar... It was questions like, um, do you invest in training your employees in what it means to provide excellent customer experience, for right. instance? Um, do you, um, how, how well would you rate yourself on cross-functional collaboration? And this is super important because we look at um, one of the things that's required in order to make real changes you can't be siloed in organizations, right? You need cross-functional buy-in. So mm-hmm. this people factor of collaboration was really important. Another people factor was to what degree do you have C-level leadership and support for these customer experience initiatives? Um, then on the process pillar, it was things like, do you actually have quantifiable goals around customer experience? Do you reward your employees on uh, customer-centric behaviors? And then also, do you communicate those metrics and your progress relative to them to to your uh, employees and your partners? So uh, all those factors for process. And then for technology, it's, it's questions like, are you using advanced data science, for instance, like predictive analytics or machine learning? Um, do you have a single view of your customers so that you can really clearly understand their interactions with you across um, channels or devices? Um, are you personalizing content, you know, assembling the right content dynamically in order to deliver what's needed? Are you orchestrating your communications across channels? So we looked, we, we dug down really deep into the dimensions that... Um, we, we as Adobe and Forrester with all of their expertise, and if I didn't mention it was Forrester we worked with mm-hmm. here, um, you know, feel are, ex- are, are the pillars of being an experienced business. So it spans these dimensions. I, I think that's a great answer to my question because I had in mind all the different kinds of experiences 
that different kinds of brands would offer. But what you've actually done is you've abstracted out the things which are going to be common, whatever kind of experience you're providing. Those things you've talked about from uh, employee training right down to uh, having data that's not siloed, shared data. All these things are going to be common, whatever kind of experience you're trying to provide. Exactly. And and that's really what was needed because when you, I think I may have mentioned this a little bit before, but the word experience can be abstract. And um, we, you know, when we were looking at our own um, selling processes and, and the questions our customers had, we, we came away and said, we need to get answers here. We need to be able to communicate to our customers more specifics. And, um, you know, that's what we sought to do uh, by, as part of defining this study, was we wanted to make experience more tangible. Because I think every, well, I don't want to use hyperbole here, most people buy into the idea that, well, of course, improved experience is going to be good for business and good for the customer. Right. But um, it's, it's, a, it's a very costly investment to set out on this journey. And there, there have to be drivers that can um, gain alignment within the organization in order to make these investments. And so by, by making uh, these initiatives tangible, and, and then being able to have this research that really asks the question of, is it worth it? Yeah. And now we have the answer, it is worth it. And the, the other thing which, which you have to face is the what can be the painful process of digital transformation, because that's what I've heard about from a number of Adobe's partners here at Summit who are helping companies move in this direction, is that it's not just a matter of switching on the right technology you're probably going to have to make internal changes because if you've got a company where the employees are unhappy, all the functions are siloed, and decisions come down from the top in a very slow way, it's going to be hard to be an experienced company. Absolutely, you're going to have to make organizational changes. I was, I was talking with one customer this morning um, who, that, that, that was a very specific question. You know, it was that question of what's different in your, your company's approach shifting from marketing to experience. They actually renamed their marketing department to the customer experience department. Right. Um, and that, that's just one shift, right? Other shifts might be you need to put search and web and email in the same group. Don't have different leaders. You know, you, you, you may need to break down sales and marketing, or maybe you need to have um, dotted line between, um, you know, systems technologies and marketing. You have to make changes, right? This, this is, uh, uh, you know, and, and another, let me say this, another customer I talked to when we asked what were the drivers, his answer was just, we had to, we had to be able to surf the digital, the, the tsunami of digital transformation. <laughs> He's like, it was coming. We, we know we have to do it. Yeah. And therefore, we're going to make the changes that we have to make in order to be successful. That's a great place to, to come to an end. So in short, the experience thing is not a, a buzz phrase. It's not going away. It's real. And we're starting to see research which supports that. Absolutely. We're very excited about that, that um, what we're seeing is that those who invest in uh, becoming an experienced business are seeing returns across delight the customer uh, and drive the business metrics. Okay, Wendy, thank you very much. Thanks so much.